Hello gang, we haven't done this in a while. Welcome back to Looking for Maria's Elevator Music and Social Commentary. So, if anything happened this week, it solidified the fact that I cannot let you guys know about what the episode is going to be because 9 times out of 10, I'm not really sure what it's gonna be. I feel like I have this thing where I'm sure that I want to talk about something like right after I shoot an episode but towards the end of the week where I have to shoot another one. So much shit has happened and I would much rather talk about that than talk about anything else. I also don't want this podcast to like morph into just talking about drama all the time and like social justice shit but since it is the most prevalent thing in my life right now I think it's the thing that I can talk about most passionately. <laughs> so I think moving forward, I'm just not gonna let you guys know what the next episode is going to be about because I just keep making shit up as I go. <laughs> so I guess for this week, you guys can enjoy some silence and a new splitter. So my audio quality should be a little better. Um, checked into an Airbnb for your weekend for my own mental health. So I feel like I should start doing this just because I want the silence. <laughs> and these, this week is I, I want to talk about super deep shit. And I know not all people want to listen to like hella deep shit, but I think it's important to talk about this. So if subjects about mental illnesses and stuff like that upsets you, I think it's not going to be for you this week. See, if you followed me for a very long time or even just maybe within the past three years, you're gonna be aware of the fact that I very much openly talk about my battle with mental illness with borderline personality disorder specifically. I talk about it because I feel like it's an underrepresented kind of mental illness. I feel like people with BPD can be easily stereotyped and thought of in a way that is not at all what the illness represents. So I talk about it heavily, and I'm no stranger to the battle of mental illness. I've provided some kind of safe place for people who have illnesses to just tell me if they need help and try to find resources for them. And I still continue to do that until now. Though I have been going to therapy, I attended dialectical behavioral therapy for about 8-9 to months last year. It stopped due to the pandemic and the fact that I can't afford it anymore. I'm looking into getting more therapy again because I can genuinely feel myself declining. I'm not really this vulnerable all the time when I'm talking about myself. I don't like it when people see me as weak or unstable, of which I am. Both of those things. But I think it's important that I talk about the things I want to talk about today because I feel like Social media recently has created this unhealthy image of mental health for people so that they can approach it better but at the same time have a totally unproductive and unhelpful view of what mental illnesses as a chunk can be like. I am well aware that illnesses vary. I mean, you can't really compare the common cold to cancer or something and you can apply that logic as well with mental illnesses just because 
this person is mentally ill and this person is mentally ill doesn't mean they're going through the same sets of symptoms, the same sets of struggles. This person might have an illness that requires a little more attention and this person might have an illness that can be a little bit more manageable and live a normal healthy life with. I'm not saying every mental illness <laughs> means that you can't live a normal healthy life but how you do that does vary on the kind of illness that you have and the kind of treatment that you're receiving. That being said, I really really feel like people tend to put certain mental illnesses on the kind of pedestal where this illness is more tolerable or more understandable than this illness. So brings me to my topic today of romanticizing mental illnesses and how people treat other illnesses and other people better if you have a mental illness or depending on the kind of illness that you have. So today I want to talk about that YouTuber Sash Nah. Not sure if I'm pronouncing that right, please correct me if you can. <laughs> but she recently mentioned that she has depression and I am very proud of her for speaking out about something that is so demonized in Filipino pop culture. I am so proud that she found her voice and she is seeking to get help. I 100% applaud that and in no means by making this episode today am I invalidating her struggle. I just really want to talk about the fact that pretty privilege when it comes to the illness itself and the people who have them does exist. And Sashna is the purest and most on-point example I can think of. So I want to unpack that today. And I'll let you guys know how I'm going to unpack that today. So stick around. Okay, so I think first what we have to unpack is what the fuck is pretty privilege. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory, but if you're retarded like me, let's just put it out there. Um, pretty privilege is you being treated better for the way you look. And, you know, being a person who isn't really conventionally attractive or attractive at all, <laughs> I am no stranger to seeing my very, very obviously pretty friends be treated better by people in general. <laughs> and... It's sad for me, yeah, but I've kind of learned to live with it by, you know, enhancing the things that I know I can work on, like my intellect and my talents and my skills. And I've found my validation through the validation that my work receives. So it's okay. Yeah, does it bother me sometimes? Yeah, pretty much. But it, you know, it's something you can live with over time. <laughs> but basically, you can see pretty privilege. Um, well underway with the entire Sashna thing because you know I watched the video <laughs> when I watched the video yeah I was very moved by it I understood her struggle where people aren't taking her illness seriously everybody seems to think that she is making it up or something and don't believe her because she's like living this very very happy life and I understand that struggle and I empathize with it but as I scroll through the comment section which I do have a habit of doing I'm pretty sure it's not a good habit but I looked through the comment section and in the comment section there are like people supporting and saying stuff like Oh my god, you're so brave. Um, we're here for you. Get well soon. Blah blah blah. Or something like that. And 
although I'm happy that wow these people are recognizing that her depression her battle with depression is a valid thing it's an actual struggle I am so happy that people see that but it kind of irks me when you see these same people who post like these supportive things for this obviously conventionally attractive girl on YouTube say that she has depression you're going to see these people comment on other people's shit and call them things like crazy or buang, which is crazy in Tagalog, and other things like unmanageable, hard to deal with. And you can see this in several of the posts from the people who support this person. And I can well say that I've experienced this firsthand because I know this person who empathizes with Sashna saying that, oh yeah, because she has depression and that's why she's like that. And her, this person, knowing full well that I am also struggling with my battle with BPD, likes to call me hard to deal with, likes to call me toxic for being mentally ill and for snapping on days that I'm really upset. I've been demonized for my illness for pretty much my entire life. I've been called the toxic person. I've been called the hard to deal with person constantly in my entire life. This mental illness has put a strain on every single relationship in my life you can imagine. And the whack part about it is it's not even my fault. I, you know, if you do some kind of research on BPD, you'll find out that people with BPD, they develop it because of parental neglect. And I don't want to talk about my own life here, but I've dealt with this so many times. And having to see these people throw support for this person online who they deem is so fun and so cool and so conventionally attractive, they throw their support for that, yet somehow alienate the people in their lives who are actually struggling with the same things that this person online is struggling with. You know, you can see this not even in just the Sashna thing you can see this with the get well soon me nothing on twice and don't get me wrong i'm a total fan of twice i love twice but when everybody started showing support for mina because she came out with with saying that she has anxiety and stuff everybody i knew started like rallying for her said get well soon anxiety is real guys but then you see them treat their friends with obvious signs of anxiety and obvious signs of suicidal tendencies and what do they do? They alienate them and make them feel like they're bad people for feeling that way. And I'm really tired of this romanticization and this pretty privilege of this illness and let's talk about that as well. <laughs> you know, these people keep trying to say that mental illness is real guys, you guys should care about your friends and their mental health but only like to care about the illnesses that are easy to deal with, like, you know, depression and anxiety. Like, we can fuck around with all these cute and nice disorders, but as soon as you start going into that really scary territory, which is everybody else's reality, some people with mental illnesses' reality, like BPD and narcissistic personality disorder and schizophrenia and bipolar disorder, when you start teetering close to that, threshold suddenly people are like whoa that's too much man i'm not ready for your mental illness stop pouring it on me you're so hard to deal with you're so toxic Bakit ganyan yung ugali mo? it's like <laughs> okay so are we just like saying all of these supportive things for like the cute fun illnesses the illnesses that are easy to deal with and easy to hide are we just doing that but as soon as they start teetering close to that like crazy scale suddenly 
all the support is gone, and you're just labeled as toxic. I am so happy that mental illness is finally at the forefront. And it's not as hard to talk about your illnesses as it used to be back in the heyday of people putting people in asylums <laughs> because of that shit and like people lobotomizing each other. Like, we have come so far from that. And I'm so happy that it's something people can talk about. But if you can only talk about it with certain people in mind, then you don't really want to talk about it. It's pretty much like the feminism thing where you say you support women but as soon as someone you don't like starts posting things that are empowering to them suddenly you say they're a whore or you call them a slut or whatever it's like you say you're a feminist but you rampantly cheat or you rampantly support people who cheat like why <laughs> why why would you do that to other women so it's like it's only applicable if it applies to you and you only support this this cause if it supports your thing <laughs> i firmly believe in pick a script and stick to it <laughs> that i'm not just saying that because i'm a screenwriter you know i firmly believe believe in that like pick a script stick to it and i say it a lot on my social media because i feel like the inconsistency of people i know and in general it's not funny <laughs> but I'm gonna say that again now. Take a script and stick to it. <laughs> if you're going to support mental illness and start active, actively rallying for, oh, support illnesses, support people with mental illness, mental illness is real, um, stuff like that. If you're going to rally for that, you have to accept and treat people, the people with illnesses that you don't like, Treat, to treat people with illnesses that are hard for you to deal with the same way you treat the people with illnesses that you deem are easy to deal with. You need to do that. If you're going to say that you're going to support people and mental health advocate shit, like, I'm, I'm sorry, that doesn't make sense. But if you're going to say you're a mental health advocate, you need to, like, include everyone else in that bracket and not just everybody that you agree with and not just everybody that you find attractive and not just anybody that you find cute and quirky and easy to deal with. You have to actually be an advocate even for people that you don't like because advocating for a cause encompasses everything and goes beyond you or me, goes beyond you and the person you don't like. You have to rally for it for everyone including the people you don't like. I'm just really tired of seeing it. And <laughs> just exemplified during the Sashna thing where see all these people rallying saying depression is real, mental illness is real, guys. You guys should check on your friends and support them. Yet, when you actually see them with their friends, they're not actually that supportive. I wanna just let you guys know that I'm not invalidating Sashna's depression. In this entire video, I don't think I've called it fake or something. All I'm just saying is there are people with far greater illnesses than this woman and most of those people don't look like her. If you're going to treat this person with depression, this conventionally attractive, easy to deal with woman with depression, and you're going to say that you're a mental health advocate because of it, you have to support your friends 
who bail on your plans sometimes, who snap, who cry, who go through bouts of depression, who sometimes snaps at you and becomes really rude and really hard to deal with sometimes. You have to support your friends who show some kind of illness. You have to show you're supposed to show them support the same way that you show support for this woman. If you really wanna do that mental health advocate thing, you gotta take it all the way. That's all I'm fucking saying. I'm all for representation of mental illnesses and I can list down some of the greatest examples of representation you can think of, like Bojack Horseman as a peak example. I have not seen a piece of television talk about mental illness the way that show does. And I'm sorry I worship it in every fucking episode, but if you really want to understand the different ways that, a men that mental illness can manifest itself in different people, I think everybody should watch BoJack Horseman because you know the people that you call toxic, the people you call problematic, the people that you talk shit about with your friends all the time because she's hard to deal with, masamayo ugali niya, they're actually harboring illnesses that you don't know about and they could really use your support. Representation should come in all shapes and sizes, in all the forms that it can come in. And I'm glad that Sashna became a person that can talk about her depression and provide some kind of representation for people with depression. I love that. I really do. But I feel like it would really be nice if we gave a platform to people with harder to deal with illnesses. You know, people with, um, not just saying BPD because I have BPD, but people with BPD, people with bipolar disorder, people with schizophrenia, people with Disassociative Identity Disorder, I think we should give a platform to these people to talk about it so we can slowly inch closer to what we all want, which is mental health support for everyone. Not just the cute, fun illnesses, but the actual illnesses, you know, every single illness out there. That's what I want. And the best way we can do that is to give a platform to the people who have those illnesses. And not just give platforms for people who are conventionally attractive and have an illness that is widely romanticized. <laughs> I feel like that's the only way we can get to a point where we can confidently say that we have achieved equality in mental illness. You know, I can go on and on and on about my own struggles with mental illness, although I don't like to be vulnerable in front of other people because I don't like showing my belly that much. <laughs> like, I don't want you guys to think I'm weak. And I think that's why I come across as very callous, very selfish, and very rude. Because I tend to put up a front in front of other people and say that this is what I am. But that should be a sign that not everyone you talk to, you know the backstory of. Please don't take their rudeness or their toxicity, quote unquote by face value please check up on them see how you can help see if it's an underlying thing that they need to talk about or to talk out i really don't want to show vulnerability here but today you guys saw a little bit of my vulnerability so i just want to cap all of this off with pick a script and stick to it <laughs> if you guys like hearing more about like my very serious topics like i have been talking about recently like cheating like mental illnesses 
let me know. I love hearing you guys' feedback. I do take them to heart. And remember last week when you guys told me that the audio quality sucks. Went out and got an Airbnb, went out and got a splitter. Might do this again next week just for the audio quality. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys giving me feedback. Um, again, this is Looking for Maria. Thank you for hanging out with me this week. I hope you enjoyed the elevator music and my social commentary. And we'll see you all in another life.